The Chicago White Sox made it three in a row as they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers on the South Side Tuesday night by a score of four to zero. Michael Kopech was absolutely amazing. Reminded me a lot of his outing in New York. Uh, he definitely had his very good stuff going. Sox offense had a big sixth inning, getting clutch hits from some of the guys that have been carrying the Sox as of late. Uh, the bullpen was rock solid, and the White Sox looked to get back to 500 on Wednesday night. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Uh, this podcast exclusive includes engagement. Uh, use code Locked On at checkout. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. I really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox locked on White Sox as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Hey, if you didn't hear, uh, Steve Stone celebrated 40 years in the broadcast booth. Going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, the White Sox are finally finding some con uh, consistency in certain areas. Uh, but first, the Sox win, and what an outing by Michael Kopech. Uh, state of your White Sox, 26 and 27. White Sox still chasing the Twins. Uh, but are now in a tie with Cleveland for second place in the Central. Uh, what a game uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Sox take down the Dodgers 4 to nothing. They've now won three in a row. You know, coming into the game, it had had a David versus Goliath feel. If you looked at some of the numbers uh, from the Los Angeles Dodgers, pitching, hitting, uh, one of the best teams in all of baseball, uh, they can do it all. Uh, an impressive. Uh, impressive array of numbers. Um, now the Sox did have, you know, a little two game winning streak going. And, you know, sometimes with that off day, you, you felt like maybe things cooled off, hoping that Kopech would return to form uh, a lot of hope. Right. Um, and would, would there be some consistency, you know, would, would Tony La Russa and, and the Sox management learn from what happened on Sunday and try to replicate that. A lot of question marks. Uh, Dodgers this year have been so impressive. 35 and 19 coming into the game Tuesday, plus 113 run differential, uh, 18 and 9 on the road. Uh, and coming into Tuesday's game with the Sox, they were 5 and 5 in their last 10. Uh, just impressive stuff. Uh, offense was ranked number one in all of baseball. Uh, however, ranked number 18 during the month of June. So that kind of gave you a little bit of hope. Uh, White Sox ranked 19th 
in all of baseball in the month of June. This season, the Dodgers uh, slugging 428. Again, their offense is just tops in baseball. Uh, and especially when it comes to pitching, uh, they're pretty good as well. Number two in all of baseball when it comes to uh, some of the pitching numbers. Number 16th, though, in all of baseball in the month of June. So Dodgers scuffling a little bit uh, in June, but still up and down that lineup was impressive. Uh, we sent Michael Kopech to the mound, uh, and he did not disappoint. Um, you know, not a lot going on in this game for a while between uh, both teams offensively, back and forth, back and forth, a lot of goose eggs. Uh, Kopech started out with an extremely clean first inning, one, two, three, got bets to strike out, and then a pair of ground balls handled well by Danny uh, Mendick at shortstop. Only 18 pitches for Kopech in that first inning. Uh, he was hitting 98 miles per hour, a pretty quick second inning as well. You know, I don't know if you notice if you're watching the telecast, uh, Kopech looked at his hand, kind of rubbing his fingers a little bit. I thought maybe there was a, a blister. Uh, thankfully, that wasn't an issue. No hits, uh, three strikeouts, 32 pitches through two innings. Uh, in the third, two more strikeouts, another fairly clean inning, uh, Stone, uh, commented on it, and it sure looked that way. Uh, Michael Kopech had his plus stuff going, uh, just one walk uh, through three innings. Now, remember, you know, the last start Kopech had uh, in Toronto, this is this is where he struggled. He only went three innings in Toronto, had four walks, six hits, five earned runs, uh, but Tuesday night, he had it all going. Sliders, fastballs, very few curveballs. But remember that that Toronto game, uh, he was on the shelf for nine, ten days, something like that. Uh, he was out of his rhythm. And we were hoping, you know, get back on that five-day cycle. And, boy, he did not disappoint. Fourth inning, uh, gave up his first hit. Uh, and he was also called for a balk. So, this is where sometimes, you know, the frustration could come out from a guy like Kopech. And it was really nice to see him settle down. Okay, I gave up, you know, my first hit, got called for a balk, no big deal, got out of the inning with zero damage. Uh, fifth inning, Kopech locked in once again, eighth strikeout to end the inning. He was at 85 pitches. I was wondering, maybe does he come out for the sixth? Uh, really happy he came out. And uh, it was going to be his last. You had a you had a feeling, and he went out with a bang. Uh, another clean inning. Uh, Betts was 0 for three against Kopech, and uh, Kopech ended up throwing 98 uh, pitches. So his final line: six innings, one hit, zero earned run, one walk, eight strikeouts. Mention those 98 pitches. 62 of them were strikes. Uh, first pitch strike to 10 of the 20 batters he faced and 13 swings and misses. Uh, just outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Mirrored that New York uh, game for sure. Good to have him back. Uh, seventh inning, we saw Lopez. Uh, he gave way to Bummer. Uh, Bummer's been pitching really well lately. Big strikeout to end the seventh. A lot of excitement from him and McGuire as they head back to the dugout, uh, no damage done. Eighth inning, you had Graveman, and ninth, uh, Hendricks uh, comes to lock it down. So bullpen solid, just what we needed against a very, very tough ball club in the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. 
Uh, so great to see Michael Kopech bounce back. You know, pitchers, uh, they are creatures of habit. Uh, so him getting back on this five-day rest, you know, uh, it, it was it was great to see. I mean, he, he's, he's building up quite a little resume here uh, this season. In his first season in the big leagues, uh, in that consistent starting role, you know, uh, we've seen flashes in the past, hampered by injury. Um, it, it just was a wonderful night uh, for Michael Kopech. Um, hey, Danny Mendick was back in the leadoff spot again. And Yaz finally sat on the bench so a red-hot Jake Berger uh, could be the DH. I'm going to tell you why consistency matters. Uh, more on that in a moment. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her uh, with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Uh, Blue Nile's bench jewelers uh, will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Uh, Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Uh, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every uh, budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Uh, This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away uh, what's inside. Uh, shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenile.com today. Hey, we've been uh, talking about this survey here. We've got a very important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown Podcasts. Go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to take our audience survey. Just go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. So I don't know about you, but it was nice to see some consistency, uh, starting to get into some habits now. I feel like this is progress. This is how you change your fortunes, not just simply doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. You got to set guys up for success. And Tony LaRussa, uh, I don't know, he's starting to learn. Somebody's telling him something, or, or maybe he's figuring it out on, on his own, but it was great to see Danny Mendick in that leadoff spot, you know, when with T.A. coming back, uh, hopefully soon. He's, I think, starting a rehab assignment next week, which is awesome to hear. Uh, when T.A. comes back, I would really like to see Danny Mendick at second base, and I know I'm not the only one. A um, lot of lot going on with him this, this last few games, and uh, he had a really good game on Tuesday. Uh, you had Andrew Vaughn back in that two-hole, so – Danny Mendick, Andrew Vaughn, been pretty consistent uh, for the last three, four games. Uh, Robert hitting third. Uh, the goofy one is, is Gavin Sheets in right field. I, I just didn't understand why you've got Sheets out there. 
I guess it's because a right-hander was on the hill. When you got Engel and Pollock on the bench, you know, it's Pollock's old team. He wants revenge. And boy, he got it. We're going to talk more about that in a moment. Uh, Berger getting to DH instead of Yasmani Grandal. That was a big one for me. Jake Berger had such a wonderful weekend in Tampa. You could see, you know, almost a weight lifted off of his shoulders. Uh, The articles that have been written recently, hopefully you've had an opportunity to read some of it. He is relishing these opportunities as he should be. He has fought so hard to be where he is at. And uh, I am so happy to see the results that he's getting. So yes, if you got Mankata at third, Berger's not going to play second. What are you going to do with him? He better be DHing. You know, what we've seen in the past is McGuire will be behind the plate, especially with Kopech on the mound. Uh, and then you'll, you'll hit Yaz. Yaz just, he, I, I'm sorry, not with a hot burger. And it was so great to see Yasmani Grantal on the bench. Uh, I don't wish him ill. I just, he's not, he's not a hot bat at all. Uh, it's Jake Berger. And I'm, and I'm glad he got the opportunity. Uh, coming into the game, Jake Berger had recorded the game-winning RBI in the last four victories, first White Sox player to accomplish it since 1974. So yes, Jake Berger has to be playing. And, and I mentioned McGuire was catching, and it sure seems like he's Kopech's personal catcher. And then you had Josh Harrison in the ninth spot at second base, and uh, the you know just the disaster of Josh Harrison continues. Uh, poor guy. I, I don't know what to do with this guy. Uh, hopefully he figures it out. But I feel like once TA comes back, you can shift Mendick to second. Uh, I think Harrison's time is done. Uh, some quotes uh, from Tony Larusa. I was reading uh, before Tuesday's game. This is kind of what he said about the Sox. Uh, you see what our record is at this time. It was 25 and 27, but we've got guts. Uh, we like to compete and we're tough enough. Uh, we've got to execute better, no doubt about it, but the talent is there and the toughness uh, is there. This is what LaRusa said on Berger. He's just gaining confidence and he's a hungry hitter. Uh, he doesn't give any at-bats away. Uh, I've been saying it all along. He's going to be a big hitter for us. Okay, well, it's good to see him getting some playing time. Got to maximize those opportunities. Uh, White Sox offense, not a lot going on through the first four innings. We were getting no hit. Uh, Mitch White was throwing a perfect game. Mitch White for the Dodgers. Uh, he wasn't, you know, lighting the world on fire. He was one and one with a 4.18 ERA coming into the game, but he pitched well. Uh, we got to uh, their bullpen eventually, but had a little something going on in the fifth inning. Jose Abreu uh, led off with a hit. Uh, Sheets grounded out. Berger gets hit by a pitch. So you got two on with one out. Uh, Mancada with a hit. Bases loaded for McGuire. Uh, he worked a count to uh, three and two. McGuire stares at a 95-mile-per-hour fastball right down Main Street. I could not believe it as I was watching it. And then Harris is up. Harrison's up with the bases loaded. Uh, just a pathetic at-bat. Strikes out, uh, and that's the end of the threat. Uh, Sox were four for 37 with the bases loaded coming into the game. 29th in the league. They went 0 for 2 on Tuesday. Uh, so, you know, yes, there are, even with the, what an amazing win on Tuesday against the Dodgers, there are definitely things that need to be cleaned up. And uh, hitting with bases loaded has been a problem for this White Sox team. 
if you're wondering what Josh Harrison did, he didn't do much in the game. Last seven games, uh, he's three for 22. Uh, so sixth inning is where all the magic happened for our White Sox. Uh, Danny Mendick gets on to lead off the inning, and it, it was really great to hear some of the praise that Steve Stone was giving uh, to Danny Mendick. Uh, Dan Victor talked about it on yesterday's episode. Uh, he, Danny Mendick has had to grind, man. Nothing has been handed to him. He has had to prove that he can play uh, and maintain a certain level of playing. And you're seeing it not only with the glove, but now with the bat. And it, it's awesome when you're not just getting an opportunity every three or four games coming off the bench, maybe cold for a pinch hit, or maybe it's a Sunday you know, lineup, a getaway game, but you're the everyday guy. We're, we're calling upon you, and he's he is answering the call. Abreu followed up. Mendick's hit, pushes one through the right side. So you got Mendick on third, Abreu on first, David Price in the game. Uh, Pollock pinch hits for Sheets. Thank you, uh, Tony. Absolutely the right move. And Pollock gets the job done against his former team. That must have felt great. Uh, Berger follows up with a double, and then McGuire keeps things going. Four nothing socks. Wow. Nine guys come up to bat uh, in that inning. That was awesome to see. Uh, and now you're starting to get a little bit of momentum. You're starting to get some consistency. Guys with smiles on their faces, picking up other guys. You get a sense of comfort almost, I get a sense, with this lineup. And I would love to see Pollock. Uh, in that lineup starting on Wednesday, uh, but we shall see. Uh, some very important moments in White Sox history are going to talk about that. And oh, yeah, Steve Stone, I don't know if you heard, celebrated his 40th anniversary in broadcasting. I'm also going to tell you why uh, the White Sox have a great chance to make it two in a row against the Dodgers. Uh, more on that in a moment. I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Uh, I've been taking AG1, their flagship product, for a while now and have noticed improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. Uh, so what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. Uh, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes, and trusted by leading health experts. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient Daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and make the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. 
Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and action. A bet online where the game starts. So, some news and notes. Uh, of course, the big to do on Tuesday was Steve Stone celebrating his 40th year in broadcasting. Uh, he spent so many years on the North Side, uh, came over to the Sox, though, eventually, and partnered with Ed Farmer in the radio booth. Uh, he took over for Chris Singleton, which that was. A tough listen, Ed Farmer and Chris Singleton. And it was so nice to hear Farmio and Stone in the booth. That didn't last very long uh, because Steve Stone then went to TV and joined Hawk, uh, I believe the following year, and flip-flopped with DJ. Uh, Darren Jackson went to radio. And, you know, that was a tough situation. Uh, Stone had talked about it kind of coming into Hawk's territory Hawks side of town, and it uh, it was like two personalities clashing a little bit and a little icy at times. Uh, I felt like Stone had so much more to bring to the telecast, and it just, you know, Hawk wouldn't have it. Um, it so it was nice when when Benetti came in, and, you know, you, you were wondering, well, Benetti's a younger guy bringing all this uh, analytical stuff, and and I really like, you know, they've got a nice relationship. You could tell. Um, and Stone brings so much to a telecast about pitching. And that's what I value so much. Uh, nothing against DJ necessarily, but I personally, as a fan, really like the pitching insight. And we've had so many young arms come through the SAC system as of late. And to hear Stone uh, break down their mechanics and talk about in-game adjustments, uh, it's wonderful. And I, I do hope Stone and Benetti can stick around for, for a while. It sure seems like Stone wants to continue his days, and it doesn't sound like he's interested in any other team. Uh, so it was, a, it was a nice moment throughout the game. Uh, they definitely had a lot of downtime to talk about Stone's career and some great sound bites from folks from all over uh, the league. Uh, Want to also talk about a couple moments from June 7th. So Tuesday, June 7th, a uh, couple important dates in uh, White Sox history. Harold Baines was drafted number one in the 1977 amateur draft, uh, June 7th. And on uh, June 7th, 2010, Chris Sale was selected 13th overall. Uh, so back June 7th, 2010, Chris Sale uh, joined the White Sox. Um, he, he rose quickly. I don't know if you remember those, those, those years, he rose quickly through, uh, up to the big leagues and, um, had some wonderful seasons, ended up tearing up some jerseys in 2016 and was traded in the off season. And the rest is kind of history. It was interesting on the anniversary, uh, when Chris sale was drafted by the Sox, Michael Kopech was on the mound and, and that's who they were essentially traded for. Um, I, I found that kind of interesting. And uh, again, you know, uh, we can talk about sales career, I'm sure at another moment and who won the trade, who didn't want, we are still waiting for that world series ring. 
Boston got what they needed. And uh, we're hoping now what we saw on Tuesday night with Kopech and, and the resume he's steering to build, uh, that we've got something in this guy for a few years to come for sure. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Johnny Cueto goes for the White Sox. Now, Johnny Cueto has seen the Dodgers quite a bit uh, since he has played a lot of his career in the National League. Uh, Cueto is 9-9 nine and nine with an ERA of 3.76 and 122 strikeouts and 24 appearances versus the Dodgers in his career. Uh, faced him last year when he was with the Giants. Uh, did fairly well. Uh, Cueto this year with our White Sox has got an ERA of 2.92 and 19 strikeouts and four appearances uh, this season. White Sox have got their work cut out for them. Dodgers throwing a tough one at us in Tony uh, Gonsolin. So we'll see. Hopefully the Sox make it uh, two in a row against the Dodgers and uh, four in a row. Uh, thank you so much, folks, for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the, the Lockdown White Sox uh, podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.